0: Welcome to an emergency edition of the It's Cavalier podcast. As always, it's your boy Mac, and today we are going to talk the big-time trade involving the Cavs, the Blazers, and the Bulls. So let's go ahead and get started with the breakdown. The Cavs receive marketing on a four-year, $67 million sign-in trade with the Bulls. The Blazers receive Larry Nance Jr., and the Bulls receive Derek Jones Jr., In some draft picks Now we don't have to talk too much about the Bulls here Because Derrick Jones Jr. and the draft And and really on their end I'm assuming that the draft picks are probably What is what really made them jump into this deal. Now for the Cavs receiving Lori Markinen on a four-year deal to me, that's that's a bit of a win. You know, I know people are gonna look at this every which way, but Lori Markinen will be just 24 years old when the 2021, 22 season starts, and you're getting a guy fresh off of a season averaging 13.6 points, 5.3 rebounds, 0.9 assists, shooting 48% from the field. And here's the kicker, 40.2% from three-point range. That is the big thing with this deal. Obviously, losing Larry Nance Jr. hurts. He's the heart and soul of the team. He's a guy that really embodies Cleveland. But at the same time, you know, Going into his age 29 season, I think we've kind of seen the the, the Larianus Jr. story. We've seen, we've gotten the whole experience from him. He is an injury prone, uh, prone player. Never played more than 67 games in one season, which came back during the 2018-2019 season, which is a freaking atrocity for the Cavs. It was just a revolving door of players. He averaged 9.4 points, 8.2 rebounds. Uh, And to go along with three points to assist in that season. But this past season, perhaps going to be a great one for Larry when he averaged 9.3 points. 3.1 3.1 assists, 6.7 rebounds, and 1.7 steals. That was the big thing for him. He's such a versatile defender. At one point, he was up there in the league lead for steals, and I think he he actually led the league in deflections. Don't quote me on that, but that just goes to show you how versatile of a guy is that Larry Nash Jr. is. He obviously, you know, he's a hometown guy. His father played for Cleveland. We know the family ties that he has. And it really, truly is sad to see Nance go. But at the same time, this deal, in my opinion, does make the Cavs better for what it's worth. You know, you got Lori, who, again, like I said, still going to be just 24 years old when this season starts very young still has potential he just could not stay healthy in Chicago yes we know he carries some of those same injury prone issues he's he's gotten that designation of injury prone player we understand that but he still especially on the offensive end offers you more than Larry Kane at this point in time You, you gotta feel a kind of ways about watching larry walk out the door but at the same time to jump in and and get a player like Lori marketing when in this off season the Caps just haven't been able to get anybody to bite on that middle exception for 9.5 million and they really were unable to use any other trade pieces i don't blame portland for not wanting an oft-injured Kevin Love, who was owed something over $31 million this upcoming season. Can you blame them? I mean, seriously, why would Portland want Kevin Love at this point? Yes, he's from that area, but no, I don't think that was enough to grab a guy who basically imploded during the Olympics. So this is still a good thing to me. I know people are going to berate this deal people are just kind of feeling every which way about seeing larry go but at the same time let's understand that this is a deal that probably had the best intentions in mind in regards to getting cleveland over that playoff hump i mean to me my opinion i thought this team was good enough to possibly reach the play-in range without losing larry and gaining Lori, but you know i that was never a given the East as a whole took a massive leap forward. So Cleveland had to make some kind of move, and Larry was the biggest trade chip available. The team surely probably did not want to sacrifice too many future draft assets, um, and, and he really was the, the, the only option left. There just weren't too many names on the roster outside of Colin Sexton and others that you know probably at this point the Cavs just don't want to get rid of. Larry was just the one, the only trade ship to to, to really have some interest around the league, and at least in regards to what Cavaliers, what the Cavaliers wanted back. So this to me it, it it's a win. It still stings seeing Larry walk out the door and seeing his uh his tenure with Cleveland in this way especially for a guy who's been so big for the Cavs and so big for the Cleveland community you know what he's done for small businesses over the past season is incredible you can never take that away from him regardless of you know the injury status regardless of his play on the court you can never take away what Larry Nash Jr means to Cleveland he truly is one of us so you know that that part sucks yes yes it does and it's probably gonna it's gonna feel weird not seeing him suit up in the wine and gold but to get a guy like laurie marketing back in that deal to me it's gonna you know people might be sour on this now but it's one of these deals i think that we're gonna look back at as as a win so just you know look at it positively cavaliers fans I know you're probably gonna be like, what the hell is he talking about? Larry Nash Jr. was the, the heart and soul of this team. He was the one guy who I could look at and know that, you know, when he's on the court, he's gonna give his all. But that's you know, that that's just, just kind of the name of the game. That's the nature of the business. The Cavs needed to get better and they seized really one of the only opportunities that they probably had to do so. And it cost them Larry. Sucks. But that's just, you know, that's the reality. Are you a fan of mediocrity? Are you a fan of the Cavs continuously finishing towards the lottery? I'm not. So you got to do, you know, you got to make trades when when the time presents itself. I love Larry Nash Jr., but I, I love the idea even more that the Cavs could possibly benefit from this deal and to get a guy who still has high potential and Laurie Markkinen. I don't know what the you know the the lineup is going to look like in regards to rotations and things like that. I don't know if you're going to roll uh, marketing out there in the starting lineup. I I wouldn't to begin the season. You know, at least I think that you still have to go. Darius Garland, Colin Sexton, Isaac Okoro, Evan Mobley, and Jared Allen. To me, that is your solid, written-in-stone starting unit. Now, off your bench, that can go any which way. You have so many mouths to feed. You know, you obviously acquired Ricky Rubio to be your sixth man, or at least your biggest playmaker off the bench. You still have Jedi Osman. He's not going anywhere. You have. Dylan Windler, who we're hoping can have a breakout season after just facing so many injury problems throughout his first two years in the league, you got Lamar Stevens, who still needs to kind of develop uh, a bit more on the offensive end, who's a pretty good defender in his own right. You obviously have Kevin Love, who wasn't moved. Who most people are probably wondering why the hell he wasn't the one traded. You have. <clears throat> Mifiondo Cavangeli, who may make the team, you don't know if he's going to get rotational minutes. Dean Wade obviously can provide you with a spark off the bench in regards to three-point shooting, and is not a bad rebounder. We saw Dean Wade you know, transition between positions three through five last year, and it, it worked to some degree, but he's not really truly meant to be used in that way, if you're asking me. you know, If, I, if I've left anybody out, it's not for... For lack of trying, it's just the fact that the Cavs have so many mouths to feed coming off the bench. So Lori can really help there. You know, if it was me, my bench unit, my 10 man lineup outside of that starting unit would probably consist of Rubio at the backup point guard. You'd have Jetty back up to you'd have probably I would probably go at this point. Lamar Stevens back up three. Laurie Markkinen as your backup four and Kevin Love getting a lot of those minutes at the backup five if you want to put Dean Wade as the as the, uh, as the true backup small forward I think he could probably soak up some minutes there but I I don't know you know Dylan Wendler is going to figure in there too you, you just really don't know there's just the names there are just so interchangeable in regards to the bench a lot of people are going to get minutes to begin the season as JB tries to sort some of this out but to me, all in all, this is a deal that does make the Cavs better. So if you're a fan of the Cavs trying to make things better, if you're if you're a fan of trying to improve the team over, you know, holding on to players, this this is a deal that probably that probably hit you just right where you needed to be hit at because Cavs needed to make some type of acquisition. Nobody has really wanted to sign in Cleveland. We don't know if that's for lack of trying. We don't know if the, the, nobody just wanted to play for that mid-level exception, $9.5 million. We don't know if the Caps are really fielding any calls for free agents. Who knows? We're on the outside looking in. But looking at this deal from the top down, it's it, it's really hard not to see the the, the blatant underlying potential that Laurie Markin still has. And for Larry Nance Jr., he gets to go to Portland to play with Dame and CJ and others. You know, this is a deal that probably works out best for him too because he gets to finally experience a playoff basketball game. I think the last time that, that Larry was involved in any capacity in a playoff run was back during LeBron's last season, if I'm not mistaken. So it's been quite a while. And for him, for a guy who gives it all, for a guy who leaves it all on the court, he deserves it. He deserves at this point in time to play for a contender or to at least play for a team that's vying for playoff positioning. You know, I think this deal probably elevates Cleveland into at least the playing range, like a solid lock now, because who knows, the East took a massive jump forward. But the Portland Trailblazers are obviously in a better position to uh, to succeed than we are right now. So hard to feel too bad on Larry's end. He finally gets to play meaningful basketball again, which which at his age, twenty nine years old, by the time season starts, it's important. You know, you're he's already in the prime of his career. Who knows how many more solid years, how many more injury free years, if ever. If Larry will, you know, continue to have. So hard to feel too bad for him. For the Cavs, on the other hand, you get a 23-year-old marketing. You know, obviously he's going to be 24 by the time season starts, I believe. But you get a guy who still has a lot of potential if he can just stay healthy in his own right. And you get to shore up some of that bench scoring. They needed a wing, obviously. That does not change the need there, but the guy who can create his own shot has just arrived in Cleveland and it's not Larry Nance Jr. You know, I, I'm really pulling for, for Lori that now that he's on the Cavs, I hope that this is a deal that really he taken, he can take advantage of, you know, he did sign a four-year deal and it doesn't look like it's unmovable, you know, four years, 60 some mil, $64 million is not unmovable, especially if he can put up decent numbers. So this is a trade to me that the Cavs probably had to make. With that being said, I am going to close out today's episode. As always, like I always tell you guys, if you have any questions, any inquiries, you want to talk about anything from today's emergency episode, you can always hit me up at iscavalier underscore pod on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. And just a quick note, I have recently started an exclusive subscription-based content that I will be putting out on a weekly basis consisting of player breakdowns, game uh, recaps, reactions, things of that nature, a little bit of Cavs history, starting at 199 on a monthly basis. So if you'd like to sign up for that, you'd like to hear some exclusive content from your boy Mac, go ahead and sign up for it at Anchor. I'll put the link in the description. With that being said, you guys have a good day.